Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Darkfire Tavern, Where Heroes Meet. I'm JF, better known as Darth Frog, and to my right is Prabhu, best known as Narakessary. How's it going, my friend? Hi, dude. Pretty good, pretty good. Italy's just beat Spain, so yep, I'm super stoked. <laughs> well, that's fantastic to hear. My boys in uh, Hockey World aren't doing as great, so hopefully they'll uh, pull out a miracle, but we'll see. Um, so today we will be talking about the July release and all of their fat notes. We'll touch on the new Master of Elements event. And finally, we will do part two of our deep dive on elements and we will look at the water tribe. But first, let's take a look at the notes. And I'm going to put that over to you, perhaps, to start us off. Cool. First thing, water tribe. Have you been watching Avatar the last day, Ben? I love Avatar. Don't <laughs> we all? Cool. So, patch notes. I love them. I mean, just that amount of detail that we have in there. And everything else, it was, yeah, I was, I was really, really happy with that. What about you? Yeah, no, I love the details of it for sure. Uh, did you want to uh, kind of start us off on the contents of those patch notes? Cool. So, War of the Witches, new event coming up, and that's going to hit us this weekend. So, we have two new heroes coming in there, new spell coming in as well. Um, a couple of new areas coming in in the campaign. New gear, three new epic gear items. So I'm assuming that's going to mean two in the totalizer. I mean, two in the in-game shop and probably one in the totalizer if they carry on the pattern that they've had from before. And three pieces of rare gear as well. So pretty excited about that. And so what's your ideas about the new content? What's your thoughts around the new content? Yeah, I think the content, the new content looks, uh, you know, as per usual, the same amount of stuff is being uh, released. What I'm really interested in seeing is the new spell, because it's a very low effect in just making your guys move faster. I'm really hoping that this is going to be the very first spell that costs one, because it's a low effect and it's a rare. So I don't know. What do you think? I mean, just the concept of it sounds really cool. I mean, there will be limited use case, but one of the things that really piqued my interest was that it won't be automatically used by the AI. And I mean, just from an efficiency perspective, I was just thinking, well, if I'm running boss or waves, and typically I only might use three spells that I keep on, that I swap between there. It's cool to put this in because then I know that the AI will actually have will cycle will cycle through four spells rather than five, right? So it makes it a bit easier that way as well. Yeah, that's pretty I mean, cool. And yeah, so I'm also pretty interested to see how much it'll cost and how it works because if it's a one mana spell, then I think it will be really uh, fun to see and how often we can use it. Yeah, way. and it would be used just for cycling sometimes, right? Um. Okay, so new events came in. Of course, we're going to have our event with the uh, part one, part two, the War of the Witches. Uh, Master of Element uh, event comes back, which is pretty neat, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And the new mini event calendar was released. So that's, again, all part of the uh, the usual. And now we get kind of into the meat of it is the new features. I know you're really excited about uh, 
the event ticket system update? Yeah, I mean, this is something that I think we as a clan, the community, everybody's been waiting for for a while, right? And I think that the way that they the way that they did it is really cool. We start off with eight tickets, um, and then from there you can accumulate them up to eight again during the course of the day. So automatically we are getting more tickets at the start, but also the fact that we can hold it just means from a quality of life perspective, events just became a lot more fun. What um, what do you think about that? No, I agree. I really like the uh, the event tickets uh, system update. I think it's something that the community has been asking for for a while. So it's really nice that they have done that for sure. And another huge ask by the community was the multiplayer uh, updates. So they have now separated the ELO scores between the Race and Castle uh, Conquest, which is really good. And then they tweaked the matchmaking, apparently. Shorter matchmaking and improved bot AI. For me, the the separate ELO score is cool. The tweaking and the matchmaking, that will only be able to really tell once we've gotten into it for a while. What I do like as well is the improved bot AI. I've already played some. Some of it's pretty funny. I've gotten a blast from uh, from the AI, which actually pushes my guys up the field. So I don't know if they're going to tweak that any, but Blast probably shouldn't be part of their uh, rotation. No, I think sometimes they slow you down. Sometimes they help you out if you need it. So pretty happy with that. <laughs> Some people need all the help they can get. So what do you think about the uh, the notes for the multiplayer? I, th- I think it was awesome. I mean, so from the multiplayer side, I mean, this is also something that people wanted, right? They... The main Discord, there were quite a few complaints around the PvP, etc. And this was some way to answering that. We know that it is a it is a priority for the dev team. And this shows that some of the levers that they can pull in order to make it a lot more pleasant for the players. So yeah, I was I was definitely happy with those changes in there and the way that they did it right. It's a it's a nice soft approach, but it's a meaningful approach as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Did you see the bug fixes? Oh, yeah. I mean, that uh, protection fix? Yeah. I mean, that's massive, right? And I think this is something that we've been debating in the clan about, was was protection ever counted before? Because it just feels, after the month, it just feels so different, right? That we kind of like, we're a bit confused at present. (laughs) Yeah, Oto used to stay frozen for so long, and even though he was totally geared up, it's always kind of felt that way that he was uh, locked down for quite a bit. And my first castle match that I played with him and it's like freeze. And then all of a sudden he's thawed and it's like already. All right. That's cool. Jump. And and, I mean, this is something that we were discussing a bit earlier on uh, during uh, during the course of the day was how that's actually going to change some of the heroes that we use now. Right. Because just the CC effects and everything else, all of a sudden will now have changed as well because of the reaction to protect. Yeah, so I think Uwalt is going to be the one that's going to suffer the most in Castle. Putting him on ice? Yeah, putting him on ice. You just never stop. (laughs) (laughs) I I wish we had a bug fix for the dad jokes. (laughs) 
<laughs> so anyways, so that was the big bug fix. There was a few other ones. There was the um uh the Tonio. Timoni. Timoni. Are you becoming Jen now or Yes. <laughs> the Timoni fix in race, where one of his spirits went over to the other side, which you know, they're unkillable, so that's uh And you I'm were glad. roping at me about the dad jokes, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then we also got a PvP map cycle and some other little fixes. Uh, there was a tutorial. Did you get the, uh, hey, you're in a new clan now? <laughs> I thought that was pretty yep. funny. Yeah, it was. I mean, that, that was that was pretty cool. I mean, it's good to see what the new players experience as well. So, yeah. And I mean, yeah, just talking about that, right, with the arena and um, with the bug fixes and stuff, I think one of the big ones that was kind of in the features as well was the lag the change to the lag oh right? yeah, yeah. So that was the and um yeah players have already said that they've noticed a difference so that's pretty awesome that they've managed to figure that and i don't think that was anywhere near where any of us thought the actual issue was so yeah, yeah. that was a pretty fun one yeah well, hopefully one, rather. yeah hopefully that can uh, stay that way all right any any other comments on uh, on the release notes Nope, nothing else from my side, but I wanted to hear your thoughts on Master of Elements, right? How did you, what what did you think of that? How did you? Yeah, I really enjoyed the Master of Elements. I thought it was fun to revisit some of the old levels. I love the restrictions on levels. Uh, my favorite one, I think, was um, the one with the little islands kind of going back uh, and forth. One. Yeah, and that was the one for Asepi. And Ming Zhu, which was the first duo that we had. So that was kind of cool seeing that one again. What about you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I absolutely enjoyed it. They were fun. Um, as, as you mentioned, that water one, I think they had mixed some of those maps with the event where we had links. Okay. Or the one that we used. No, wasn't that. But I remember there's one where levels had a 10 minute timer and a lot of people didn't finish it right and that was the last stage of this event over here but they tweaked it slightly it was a lot easier but i recall that level because it was such a nightmare for so many players oh my god that's right i forgot about that oh totally so which one was it for this one was it the light one you said no, it, it was it was water as well. So it, it 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 was the last stage with water with the big lizard and yeah, the swarms coming in from the side. Was that the one they is... couldn't finish? Yeah, was it this one? Might have been. I do know now. I remember that it was it was still hard on this one, but it was uh, a lot easier. I mean, our accounts are also a lot better now, though. Yeah, so no, that could true. be it. So maybe they didn't yeah, tweak but... it at all. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, just 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 from a replayability point of view, right? We saw some of these before. Some of them were new. Just the whole aesthetic of it, the idea behind Master of Elements was really awesome. It was really well done. Um, I think the sixty levels was a bit much, but at the same time, because we didn't have any other events, it was also really light to do, right? So it was more like, okay, I'll do one in the morning. I'll do one midday. I'll do one in the evening. Or something like that. It wasn't that we were forced to smash through a lot. It was a nice light touch. Right. And I think because of the way that the uh, 
payouts for their leaderboards with the leaderboard of uh of 50 players was actually a really nice touch i really like that and the payouts being the one two getting the same three the five getting the same made you so that you did one pass and you're like okay i'm good where i'm at if you were lower down you're um not as a high level player you can then you know kind of try to get a bit more if you wanted to but Mm -hmm. the need wasn't really there you know you just make one pass through and you should be good because i'm sure a lot of people didn't have time to do the entire level yeah and i think the one of the other cool things was that in terms of the rewards from the levels themselves it wasn't high enough that you felt that you needed to replay the levels in order to get more points to spend in the store because it wasn't worth it right it was worth it to do a single pass improve one or two scores for your reward at the end of it but it didn't warrant you farming the events as such so it was a nice that's what i found really enjoyable about it was it is really light I, I think I would have liked it more to be set up uh, like the deeper dungeon where you have one pass and it says you're done, right? And you get a specific reward. Like in deeper dungeon, you get souls. Well, in this one, you get the, you know, a range of essence of all three kinds, right? Or maybe you only get kind of like the the dungeons themselves where it kind of goes up in... Uh, in amounts that you get the further you you go but the event coins and having all that it's just like they just tried to take what they already had built and kind of like went on that so i could have done without the uh, event shop and get maybe a little bit more actual uh prizes for it because everybody's looking for essence but overall it's it was extra essence so it's all good actually thinking about that you, we had the six elements around it, but you had the middle slot that was unused. Wouldn't it be cool if you could actually put a deeper dungeon-style element in the middle of it, where you take one hero from each element, so you actually take a party of six instead, right? So you take one from each element, but it is a deeper dungeon style. So that's kind of like the final one. And as you said, right, so it increases in scale. So yeah. That would actually be be pretty cool. Taking six, if the game can handle that, right? If it's not built to have more. Even five, right? Even five, that's fine. But you can't use two of the same element. Yeah, that'd be fun. But overall, I think it was a lot of people had fun with it and uh, enjoyed it. I was lucky enough to finish first or second. Thank you, MG Nooms, for ruining my uh, six first place finishes. Um. (laughs) <laughs> we were in two different uh, leaderboards together and I got the first one on Saturday and then Sunday. It was funny because I so I went in and I wanted to do a screenshot of all the first place uh, finishes because that I was in first place when I went to bed when I last checked. And then I was going to grab it and I was going to post it um, in our clan chat and said, oh, look at me, I'm I feel like Prabs now because they were all first place finishes. And then as I'm grabbing the screen grab, I see that there's a two in there. And I'm like, what? So I clicked on it and it was MG Nooms had pushed a little bit to get the first place because he's like, I'm not letting you get two first place from me. So he got one and I got one. So I thought that was pretty funny. Well, you're saying that that you wanted to be like me. Did you actually realize that you were exactly like me? Because Simba US took one from me as well. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a competition, right? Because one and two is the same. 
uh, rewards, but it's just that competitiveness that I love about uh, some of the community here. It's like, you know, you're not taking both first place twice. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing, right? Is that I said, well, let me just do it on the first pass. And I think Simba did it on his first pass as well. And I was like, you know what? If it's the first pass, first pass, I'm leaving it as it is. I mean, his first pass was better than mine. So, yeah, it stood. Oh, okay. So. Um, so, yeah, no, it was good. I bought most of the uh, pure essence for most of them. I think fire and dark I wasn't able to get, but what about yeah, you? I think, yeah, I went for water and earth. Those were the two that I was lost on uh, on the pure essence as well. I mean, that was the thing that if I had a gripe about the event, it was the shop itself for the cost of the rewards in the shop. And I think that they were just... The Low. cost was fine. See, I think my gripe is back in August of 2020, there was, and this was before even Oscar came around. I uh, forget his name. Who was the first guy, the community manager? It was Nico and Cash. No, there was somebody else that came in f- to help them out. And he kind of like was quote unquote training Oscar. Oh, I forget no, his name. I, I can't remember. Anyways, he was the one that was, you know, kind of like uh, having conversations with us. And one of the things is when they changed the essence to be to cost a lot more, they we were like all up in arms. It's like, well, you're not making you're not giving us an opportunity to gain more essence. And you're upping the cost. Is that going to change? And then they said, well, we'll look into it. We'll look at how it falls. But eventually, as we kept on talking, there was always that, like, we'll we'll do something, right, to give you guys more access to more essence. Yeah. And, I remember this conversation. Yeah. Right. And so far, what we've seen is they give us a lot of the basic essence in uh, the levels. When we do levels and events, they, on the totalizer every once in a while we'll get some pure and some primal and but very low amounts and now they give us master of elements which is you're you're fighting for essence so everybody was super excited and then it's like you're only this much like you're not allowing new players that come in now have zero chance to ever really have a good base of their players right to get so much essence they're gonna have to spend so much money to just try to to compete um with the bigger guys as they get up there because you know it's time right it's a time consuming thing yeah i think like on that point one of the they really hit their stride when they gave us energy burst events right where you got the double energy on the during the course of the day and i think those are better events than the essence burst 100 because and i think that if you actually replace essence burst with that but you can have two energy bursts a month, but you do it for the two elements that the events are for. Ooh, right? I like that. And so you actually have that synergy within there, and that will actually be a lot more interesting then. Yeah. No, essence bursts can can go bye-bye. Anyway, an upgrade, unless you've got anything else to say about the uh, Master of Elements. Nope. Um, overall, I really enjoyed it, definitely. Yeah. All right. So we'll leave it at that. We, we enjoyed it, but, you know, we would have all liked to see more Essence. So now we'll move on to part two of our deeper dungeon dive. And this time around, we are going to be looking at the water element. 
Yeah, so I mean, just looking at the water tribe, I mean, looking at their strengths over there, you have a plethora of effects, right? You got so many days, stuns, and knockback effects. I mean, it's really quite quite oppressive in there. I mean, just looking at looking at the team straight away, that that stands out to me. What do you think? Well, it's kind of like they keep their enemies on their heels, right? So they they knock them back, they daze them, and stun. So they have a hard time continuously attacking. So I think it's kind of like waves, relentless waves, uh, you know, hitting them. Yeah, and I mean, if you look at that, you have Yera, Mingzu, and that's almost what the animation is, right? It's those waves that are hitting you. Yara does the pushback. Mingzu does the pushback with a stun in there as well. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, it just works perfectly there. Yeah, and that allows the team to slowly move forward as well, right? So they, as they keep on pushing them back, they can, they, they split their teams yeah, it just grinds away at them. I think that's yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing that stands out for them. I mean, and then I mean, if we jump into the heroes themselves, right? If we look at the tanks first, you have Ivan and Crusoe. I mean, looking at Ivan, you can see this big guy expecting to be a bit like Otto. He is a bit like Otto in the sense that his stats are really low, but he has a nice stun as well, which is why I like him. Um, and then you have Crusoe. And Crusoe's kind of like a typical tank, right? Uh, typical knight. Yeah, has tons of armor, but throw a spell at him and uh, yeah, roasted knight. Roasted knight. Nice. Yeah, so when you look at uh, Crusoe and Ivan, the two tanks, they're quite weak when you compare them to the other tanks of the other elements. And they do quite well up into a certain point, but then they they miss something. So Cruzo being so high on defense, he's so low on uh, protection, and he has no magic slot. So it makes it really hard to give him that extra that he requires. So I think that's where he kind of misses out. Uh, yeah, I mean, the two of them, I, I'm going to be honest, I've never really used Cruzo. And I failed deep in Dungeon 5 today. And I think that maybe I might have been a bit better off using him today as well. I know some of the guys have used him with a better success rate than me. I uh, typically use Ivan because of the CC that it brings from his stun. It's a wide area. I can hit, for example, the giant uh, skeleton in front and the summoner behind him, etc. So that's what I tend to use Ivan for, more for the, as, as, as you mentioned, right? It's just the waves of CC knockbacks and stun that they throw at you. Right. And then you, if we move on to the damage dealers, I'm looking at the whole team. So we have one magic dealer, one magic damage dealer in Yera. And when you look through the rest of the team, none of them have magic damage on their auto attack. So I think that's one of the greatest weaknesses of the entire team. And for some reason, out of all of their damage dealers, I find Yera is very lackluster for some reason. She just doesn't scale up well, even though she has the benefits of like most water he- heroes to make her hero power better. Mm-hmm. What do you think of their 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 whole plethora of damage dealers? I think they're really good, but 
the lack of magic is, is so hard. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that we tend to migrate towards Meng Zhu simply because the amount of damage that she can push out with her ability. It's the damage and the CC that she brings. Eremi does the same, th- does uh, magical damage with his ability, but the damage is a bit lackluster, but it's concentrated into a small area, right, wherever his leech bursts. So you kind of like so you kind of restricted in that way. Yera herself, I just find a bit lackluster for the higher levels, simply because I don't feel that she scales well. It could be that we're hearing her wrong, we're not looking at her properly. It'd be interesting to hear what others think about it. And at the same time, you kind of add a quandary with the melee heroes because it's such a diverse group in there, right? With the effects that their abilities are not well not melee heroes, but rather the physical damage dealers. And then you have a hero like Salva, who puts out an immense amount of damage, especially with his backstab, but he puts himself in a really bad position. So sometimes he's just left on the bench. Uh, So then you're left to, you know, Tonio and Lear's. So what, what damage dealers do you think really make this team good? I typically use Lurs because I've had that issue with Salva where you target the skeleton mage or somebody else like that and he just ends up out of position the skeleton, and the, the mage then summons a few skeletons and he starts getting nuked on and you then have the tank who's already weak with low stats and Salva getting nuked upon and you just can't heal both of them. So I and, tried Salva today and I'll tell you that there's one hero in the support role that is actually pretty good to help Salva out. And it's a Seppi. So with a Seppi, because he gives you that extra charge, you're able to backstab Sal, like use Salva's backstab on an enemy out of the way, as long as you're ready to protect him with either protect, armor, aid, or your healer's ready to go to let him survive. And then a Seppi gets him into being able to use backstab again and you bring him back okay that's a good idea i didn't i didn't think of that at all it didn't cross my mind yeah i mean yeah that would actually work perfectly yeah so you you pop him out you use uh protect on him and then use uh except his skill and then uh, bring him back in yeah that would actually be be pretty decent yeah and especially because he's got a 1.3 attack speed you could put if you have the hypnotic disc to allow for the uh, trap and Asepi's leadership skill to trigger quicker, then you make sure that you're able to bring Salva back home a lot sooner. So that I did try him and it, it worked out pretty well overall, but it's, and that's where you're like, okay, well, what support heroes are actually good here, right? So Asepi's awesome for that. Filippo, I think he does all right, but he's not great. Raul's more of a damage guy. And then we talked about Aramie a while back saying, you know, his leech kind of creates that buffer and then creates damage after. So I like him, but, you know, he's more fun than actually really good. I actually forgot about Raul, who's one of my favorite heroes. <laughs> and I'm just thinking what his damage is compared to Ming Zhu's. I think Raul might actually end up being higher damage from the ability, but... Mingzu brings more to the team in terms of the CC, but also with the faster attack speed. Right. And she also has a much wider array. 
So say you want to kill those green ghosts, she will make short work of them. But if you miss with uh, Raul's poison, it's going to be hard. So I don't understand why he's support. He sounds more damaged to me. Like he feels more like a damage hero to me. Yeah, I mean, I would love for him. I mean, I really enjoy using him. I'm using him to, to success in a few campaigns and levels and stuff as well. So, yeah, I mean, even in PvP, he shines at some point. Yeah. Uh, and now we have two healers. The only element with two healers, if you don't uh, count Katarin in Dark, uh, to to have two healers. So what are your thoughts on those two guys? So initially... I mean, Imani on paper looks awesome, especially at the early levels, but he just tends to fall off pretty quickly. I have Hiroshi at, a, at level 16, and I have Imani at level 25, and I find Hiroshi more useful. I do too. I mean, especially with Isepi and Charge, right? I mean, just the extra fortitude, because they a bit lackluster in stats for the tanks, but if you manage to hit a couple of your damage dealers with that as well, I mean, just the... Synergy, right? Yeah, I'll yep. tell you one thing with uh, Imani, which really bothers me, but I'm glad he exists, is that he is the only healer that has a melee attack. And that puts him into some really rough spots. And I think there needs to be at least one that exists. So I'm happy he does uh, for just to show us how good it is to have the, your healers in the background, right? Sometimes you need to have bad heroes to show you what a good hero is or bad abilities to show you what a good ability is, right? If everything's just completely leveled, then it doesn't really work out. So like I said, I'm glad he exists. But I had one where I had a Seppi going uh, with his extra charge. He himself, Imani, has extra charge. And then he also has a self-heal with the pool. Whenever he gets low damage, he creates his own pool automatically all of that stuff still wasn't enough right and you're like it should be enough should it not like it seems good exactly that's the thing that i find that i just can't put my finger on about him i mean theoretically he sounds awesome right it's like he has charge on crit he can put down this healing pool and it's either that it's ticking too slow or it's not ticking enough or I don't know. It's just, I mean, as I said, on paper, he sounds cool. It's just, it just doesn't work out. Is it the fact that he's melee? Is that the issue? So the fact that he's melee actually works in his favor because you don't want to have enemies coming in from the back or the side and attacking him, right? And that's what you, you'll tend to find when you're using Owl or Fina or Catron or anybody else, right? Sometimes you could end up with a full melee team, but then you have your healer getting picked off at the back. Which, right. So I think he's useful in that sense. At the same time, it's like if you're using him in for something like waves or campaign where you have an enemy on a ledge or he's just out of reach of being able to use his ability example in waves, then it's kind of like a bit of hit and miss. Yeah. So Okay, so give me your your best team for water for deeper dungeons. Best team I would use Ivan, simply because I like his CC. I mean, it just saves me a bit of time. I would then use Mingzu, definitely. I would use Isepi. I would use Hiroshi. And because of what you said earlier, with uh, (laughs) 
as much as I'd love to use him, just his ability is just too lackluster. And especially when you when you bring in a healer, a support hero, and a tank, it's just going to be two DPS. So that his main ability, right, with more water, with more damage dealers, just falls away. Yes, I think the last one would just be Salvar based upon what you said, right, with uh, the synergy with using him with a set. Yeah, I, I think I'd, my only change in that would be uh, Caruso. I'm a big fan of Caruso. I always hope that he works, and we've got enough now uh, with the new hilt. Uh, gives him a little extra protection. And uh, with the relic, the hourglass, those types of uh, epics, epic uh, gear, he can actually get a little bit of uh protection going but it's still a little bit too low but i do like him the only thing is that that he puts himself out of place so you can't just let the ai go to town because he's going to get himself uh into a a bad spot and and that's happened right so yeah so sometimes ivan is actually better because he stays in in his spot as the tank and takes the damage but you know it, it it is what it is i've tried both i like both uh but it's just you want Caruso to work, right? Because he seems he's always been pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm just opening up the game now, and I'm looking at his gear slots. And it's attack, yeah, attack, I'm, and three uh, defense. Yeah, so I'm just thinking, do we have actually looking at it? If you're using Hilt, and there's another epic that came out a few events back, Arcane Pendulum, that gives another 135 base prot. Okay. So I'm guessing if you're using Hilt or Cane Pendulum and using Relics or... Yeah, say three Relics. Etc. Yeah, so three Relics on him. You could easily get him up into 600 and something prot, which it doesn't sound too bad. I mean, that's, that's probably still going to be... That would actually might be higher than I might get Ivan. But th- think of Ivan. One egg gets him 400. Yeah, but you have to use relics or something else for his defense slots because his defense is so is so low, right? Which means that he needs to be healed so much more, right? But I mean, three relics on on uh, Ivan would look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I think I'll definitely try out uh, Cruiser next week. I think that uh, Pendulum and Hilt with the relics might actually work really well on him because yeah. he has more health as well, so he'll probably scale better. So. Honestly, I think the strength of water overall is a support element. So on its own, it's lacking a little something everywhere. But some of their heroes, like Ming Zhu, she's a fantastic uh, damage dealer, right? Salva is a great damage dealer if you need to have that one massive hit. But it's like, I've always found it hard to build a full team with this and be happy with it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those elements that we will always struggle in a bit. But yeah, we've got to put a food for thought after this one. At least I do. I need to try out a few things. Yeah, and I rarely play any levels or waves or boss or whatever without a water hero. So there's always a water hero somewhere in what I do. But I think it's one of my weakest teams when it's just water heroes. Yeah, so they have they have great heroes. They just don't work so well together, right? Because there is to me, they're a support. Like they're a support yeah. element. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cool. Well, this brings us to the last call, and somebody 
has to select a haiku or two that uh, they like the most. Okay. That was actually a pretty fun competition. I was actually quite surprised. So you you went into our Tavern Discord, set up the channel for the haiku, and before we even released the episode saying that we were going to have something, people just jumped on and said, oh, this is cool, and just threw their... You didn't even really say what we were doing. It was just like, here's a haiku channel, do this, and it's like, boom, everyone in. So explain to the masses who haven't gone in there, what is a haiku? Cool. So haiku is a poem, a Japanese poem, and it follows a 575 syllable pattern. Yeah, so it's three lines, and um, the competition was for people to post a haiku pertaining to Dark by Heroes or any aspect of it about the game, heroes, etc. So even about the players, we had a lot of <laughs> fun. So, and then you put me on the spot last week to say that I was going to select the winner. Or I was going to announce the winner, whatever. We didn't really say. And in the end, I was, I was like, okay, whatever. There's there's no winners. Everybody wins here. Let's all get a participation medal. So in looking at them, and the one thing that struck me funny was Olo Eopia Emrys. He decided to count every syllable of every Aiku that went out there. So he put a little uh, numbers underneath to kind of show what it was. And oh my God, it was funny because so many people had it wrong. Even I did one and I was like counting on my fingers and I was like, oh, all this stuff. And he started to, to, to put them in. And so we were all kind of counting, making sure that we were we were doing well. The worst one was uh, Not Worth Killing, who did a 5-11-5. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to go from you need seven and you put 11, that's, uh, that's something. So... Anyway, out of all of them, my favorite, which wasn't even about the game, was more about the haiku competition itself, was by our very own Blargatron. And his went like this. Counting with fingers, making sure I get it right. Hope I don't mess it up. And yes, (laughs) he messed it up. (laughs) I imagine on purpose. But it it made me giggle. So for those who didn't count as I was saying it, it was 576. And that, in a nutshell, is our Blargatron. And we love you, buddy. So with that, on behalf of Prabhu and myself, have fun storming the castle. <laughs>